discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatim as Christ is magnified. The next thing is our talents. Number two is our talents. Our talents will be judged. Matthew chapter 25 from verse 14 to verse 30. Matthew 25 from verse 14 to verse 30. Now when we say talents, a lot of you think that he's talking about your dance talent, your rap talent, or your music talent. No, he's talking about something more. Talents are representative of spiritual graces for the purposes of redemption which includes your dance ability and all those things, okay? But don't say, me, I can't dance, so I don't have talent. Some people say, me, I don't have talent. You are lying, you have a talent. Like I said, talents are spiritual graces. Everybody is given grace to accomplish something in the body of Christ. Grace is divine ability from God. It says, for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability. The word ability is grace. It's from grace. Divine ability. So God gives all of us divine ability, spiritual graces for the purpose of redemption. Or for the purpose of causing many salvations. For the purpose of making sure many are raised in the kingdom of God. That is why everybody has something to do in the body of Christ. So how you used your grace, what you use your grace for, will be tested, will be tried on that day. Please, do you understand? Uh-huh. So if you had grace to draw and to design, to do some design things, it's grace, it's ability from God. And you never included yourself in the kingdom of God to do anything like that for the kingdom of God. It will be judged. They will check you. You can draw. You are using it to do something for the Lord. God will give you rewards for what you are doing. Out of a pure motive, of course. (laughs) 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 Hallelujah. Spiritual graces. So he gave some people a lot. You realize some people can do a lot of things. And they are moving. Doing so many things in the body of Christ. Others are not exposed to do everything. They can't do much. But whatever you can do, do it for the Lord. All that you have been given, the the gifts and the graces that God has given to you, is for the purpose of redemption. For the purpose of saving many. Don't you to serve Ecobank only. Don't you to serve Backplace only. Don't you to serve MTN. Hmm? You can do a lot of things for MTN, but you can't do it for the Lord. If the Lord has not requested for it, do it for him anyways. Don't say, oh, the church cannot, the church cannot pay. Why don't you pay for it and do it for the church? Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. 
someone can code, you can program. It's grace that has made you like that. Too. It's grace that has made you like that. You better start using that for the purpose of redemption and for the purpose of saving souls. How are you going to use your coding to save souls? Come up with ideas to be able to convert that to saving souls. You understand? Some of you can sell. You have ability, divine grace to sell things. You can sell things. Or you don't know what I'm talking about. You are, the grace you have is for selling. You can sell. <laughs> How are you going to use that to help the house of God to go forward? When people can market, they can easily talk to people. Some, some of us can't do that. I don't know if you, you realize you are bereft of doing something. Like you can't, you can't really approach people easily. But there are people who they just sit with you in the bus, they are talking to you. In the car, they are talking to you. They are just, they are just if you say hello now, oh, it's finished, you are in trouble. They'll start. They'll start, they'll sell your own shirt back to you. It's grace, it's divine grace, and it's a talent. God gives some people more. And gives it depends on your ability, what you can, what he knows you can do. It is not about uh, this one has more than me. No, why even comparing yourself to somebody? There's no need to compare yourself with anybody. What can you do? Do it for the Lord. Do you understand? Use the divine ability you have to do something in the house of God. The guy who had a five worked with it, he traded with it and had five more. Mean that he developed in what he was doing, his ability increased with time. The guy with the two also did the same. He traded with what he had and increased with time. The guy who had the one buried it in the ground and told the Lord that I know how wicked you are. How you reap from places you don't, you've not sold. That's why I buried it. Here's your one. Take it back. I didn't use it for anything. Take this one back. And the Lord said, you are not serious. Bind that servant's hand and foot and cast him into outer darkness. And take the one that he had and give it to the one who had the ten. For the one who has more will have more. On that day, you see, if you read on, he says that the one who had the ten, when he came, he told him, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Then he says, enter into the kingdom of thy Lord and be ruler over ten cities. So on that day, we'll be given cities. We'll be allowed to rule over cities. You see, remember that heaven is a tentative place for the excursion of the human spirit. It's what? A tentative place. For the excursion of the human spirit. Tentative means it's not permanent. Heaven is not permanent for us. We are not going to stay in heaven forever. Heaven is a temporal place. For the excursion of the human spirit. Our actual destination is in a place called New Jerusalem. Which comes out of God out of heaven. And comes on earth. So we will come back on a certain earth. It's called the new heaven and the new earth. It means it's not this one. It's called the new heaven and the new earth. Revelation chapter 21, verse 1. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. The first, this one that we are seeing will pass away. Another type of earth will come, and another type of heaven will come. And our place in that new heaven and new earth is in the earth. Not this one, but is in the earth. Are you listening to me? Uh-huh. So heaven is not a permanent place. It's not at all. In the new earth, there will be cities. There will be towns, there will be villages, there will be cottages, and there will be houses. Some will rule over cities, others will rule over villages, others will rule over cottages, others will rule over houses. You are a fearer only. Compound house type of. 
So depending on what you did for the Lord, you can be given, you can be made Lord over ten cities, Lord over four cities, Lord over hundred cities, whatever it is that the Lord qualifies you because of your ability to respond to his responsibility on earth, this earth that you are in. What you did in the probationary state will determine where you will be in that one. So you, when you were coming on earth here, you didn't have any, you couldn't bargain who your parents would be. If you could bargain, you wouldn't have been in Ghana. You surely wouldn't have appeared in Nigeria. Those of you are Nigerians. You will surely not have appeared in Nigeria. Never. Nigeria for the way. You would want to go to America. Do you know America? America, Germany, Canada, Toronto. Do you know Toronto? Switzerland. You would want to appear in some a certain type of light something. If you are coming back on earth, Again, if there should, should there should be anything like that, like you die, you are coming back, and you hear, Shim, Shim, what will you do? You will block yourself in the thing, you are not coming down, or you will commit abortion yourself, you will just do suicide. You hang yourself with the umbilical cord and come out like that and die. You may not want to appear here any, anymore. If you could choose your parents, you may not have chosen the parents you have now. We didn't choose, but God is giving us an opportunity to choose where we would be in the new heaven. And in the new earth, by doing what he wants us to do here on this earth, and it will qualify you to rule. So you can be a prince in that time with many crowns. I'll show you about the crowns with many crowns. Or you can be a house owner. Which one do you want? How we use money will also be, te- will be tested. How we use money. How we use our money here on earth will also be tested. Luke chapter 16, verse 1 to verse 12. You can read it for yourself. How we use our money. Okay, how we use our money. Let's read from verse 1. It says, and he said unto his disciples, There was a certain rich man which had a steward, and the same was accused unto him that he, he had wasted his goods. So there are those who waste the lost goods. They waste his goods. All the monies that you have come from the Lord. What you do with the monies will be judged by God. All those who give their fights, there are some who are arguing about fights. It's their own business. On that day, you will lose some things. It's up to you. I don't really mind. If you don't give it, fine. If you give it, fine. The church can survive without your fights anyways. All those who weren't giving their, their offerings, all those who weren't giving their seeds, all those who weren't doing all, all your money, when your money comes to your hand, the first person you think about is yourself and something else. Your stomach. You never think about God. And you never think about God's house. You are an unjust word of his goods. He gave it to you. You are not using it well. Go down. Let me show you. Same book, same chapter. You can read everything like I mentioned. But I just don't want us to read too much. Okay? Luke chapter 16, right? Let's read from verse 9. From verse 9. And I say unto you, make yourselves friends of mammon of unrighteousness. That is money. So that when he fail, they may receive you into everlasting habitations. He says, make friends with money. You can use money to buy something for yourself in eternity. So that when you fail, they may receive you unto everlasting habitations. Everlasting habitations in the heavens. Next verse. He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in, in much. And he that is unjust in the least is also unjust in much. If therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to you to your trust the true riches? So on faith, what you do with money now will show us what we should, whether you will be able to keep true riches. There are true riches that are in the heavens for you and I. 
And what you do with your money now will show God whether you'll be able to keep the true riches. Are you understanding? Look at the next verse. And if you have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? Who shall give that which is your own? So money will also be judged. You'll be, they will check what you did with your money. When you had 500 ganasis, what did you do with it? <laughs> Are you surprised? Then the next thing is that our love, so our generosity and our stewardship will be checked, will be checked with money. Then our love will also be tested. That's the fourth thing, our love. Romans chapter 14, verse 10. Romans 14, 10. But why dost thou judge thy brother, or why dost thou set at not thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Next verse. For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Next verse. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or occasion to fall in his brother's way. Don't be a temptation for your brother. Love your brother to the point that you help him get rewards in heaven. The Bible says you provoke one another to what? To good works, to love and good works. So nobody should leave the church because of you. Are you listening to me? Yes, sir. Nobody should leave God's house and become callous towards God because of your actions, because of what you did or what you said. Your love will be checked. God will check your love. How patient were you with people? How kind were you with people? How harsh were you? God will check. He will find out. Because of your bad attitude in the house. When Christians find themselves living under the same roof, that's when the, the, there's, there's war. Third world war. Fourth world war. Especially ladies. Christian ladies found together in the same room. Why will not wash? She will not cook. But she will eat all the food. She will dirty, she will dirty all the bowls. And never do anything. Because of her activities in the house, the other Christian who is in the house and in the church will say that I'm not coming to the church because you are a leader. I met you in the church before I came. But because of the way you are behaving, I'm not going back to that church. Yeah. says, don't, don't put a stumbling block before your neighbor, before your brother. Yeah. Provoke one another unto love and unto good works. Not unto bad works. Not unto hatred. Not unto deciding that I'm not going to be with God anymore. A lot of pastors have caused many people to say that they will never become Christians anymore. They won't accept. Oh, don't you know it's because of pastors' faults and because of children of God's faults, because of our activities. People are criticizing offerings and all that because some pastors are using it to buy all kinds of things. It is the truth. Yet it is not entirely true. Paul said that because of some, the way of the Lord is evil spoken of. Don't let your life be a means of having someone speak evil concerning the Lord. Let someone check your life and say, ah, I want to be like him. Remember, they looked at human beings and called them Christians because they lived like Christ. Don't let your life be something else. Be what it is not. Be a life builder instead of a life wrecker. Because of you, people's lives are wrecked and destroyed because of your activities. They're staying in a room thing. I know about it. People can, ladies can be in a room. They can be in a, in a house together. This one is not doing this, this one is not doing this. Every, the whole place looks like baller. They are all Christians. And they live for one person. She'll be doing things, doing, doing. And then that, that person is, is getting offended, doing it and getting offended and becoming terrible in the Lord. It's not right. Don't, don't serve as a stumbling block. 
and don't cast a stumbling block because your love will be tested. Hallelujah. So what are the rewards that we are going to have? So the next thing to discuss are the rewards. Have you realized that there's only one, one judgment we have spoken about to date? Meanwhile, there are two more to talk about. Hallelujah. So rewards. The first thing that we need to know about rewards is that all our rewards are incorruptible. All rewards are incorruptible. Okay? So First Corinthians chapter 9, let's read from verse 25. 1 Corinthians 9.25. And every man that strives for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we are incorruptible. All the crowns that we are going to talk about, some of the rewards are in the form of crowns. Others are in the form of medals. Others are in the form of stones. I'll show you very soon, okay? All the rewards that we are going to receive are all incorruptible. I remember I preached some years ago and I mentioned crown of incorruption. That's not like crown of incorruption because all crowns are incorruptible. He was talking about the nature Revelation is progressive, remember. We're talking about the nature of the crowns and the nature of our rewards. It says that they do it, those who run on earth do it for a corruptible crown, a crown that is corrupt. It can decay with time. But we are doing the things that we are doing for the Lord for a crown that is incorruptible. Are you seeing it? All right. So, okay, let's look at 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 and verse 4. He also talks about incorruptibility. 1 Peter 1, 3 and 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us on again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Verse 4. To an inheritance incorruptible. Have you seen it? Our inheritance is incorruptible. To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled. And that faded not away. Reserved in heaven for you. There's something reserved in heaven for you. It's incorruptible. It's undefiled. It does not fade. And it ceases to reserved in heaven for you. So there are various categories of uh, rewards that we are going to get on that day. On that day, people will be presented with various rewards. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You'll, be, you'll get your rewards. You'll get inheritance because of your new birth. Then after that, they start giving inheritance because of your servanthood. The new birth, all of us get some. What you get me to all get? We all get the same thing because we are born again. But after that, your service is now judged and then you are giving rewards. Doesn't make sense to you? So first category accounts. Okay, there's a crown of righteousness, there's a crown of glory, there's a crown of life, in no particular order, please. And then there's a crown of rejoicing. These are four crowns that will be given for various reasons, for various things. I'm going to just show you in the Bible, okay? <laughs> it will happen on a certain day, you'll be kneeling down before the Lord. After he has tested you, you kneel down before the Lord and he'll put a crown on your head. Either a crown of glory, crown of life, crown of rejoicing, crown of righteousness, any of them, or all of them put together, depending on what you did. It can be amalgamated together. Not four crowns on your head, like one is here, one is here, one is here, one is here. No. <laughs> it is amalgamated. You understand? It can be put together as one crown. You can have two together, you can have one, you can have three, you can have four, you can have every whatever. Okay? So let's, let's look at them one by one. Let's pick the crown of righteousness. 2 Timothy chapter 4, from verse 6 to verse 8. 2 Timothy 4, 6 to 8. For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. There is laid down for me what? A crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, 
and not to me only, but unto all of them also that love is appearing. So this crown is for those who finish their course. Remember, all of us are in a race. I started by talking to, to you about the race, isn't it? So all those who are able to run from Aniomes, do you know Aniomes? Yeah. It's actually on your marks, but when we were children, we heard it Aniomes as Aniomes. So we used to say Aniomes. Aniomes gets it, Pigo. All those who did Pigo and finished the line, they finished at their line, will be given the crown of righteousness. The crown of righteousness is for those who finished their course, who fight the fight of faith and finish their course, and all those who love the appearing of the Lord. A lot of Christians don't love the appearing of the Lord. When you say Jesus is coming, hey, he should wait. I have not married yet. I have not tasted of certain things yet. And we say, Maranatha, hey, hey, we beg. Pastor, stop talking about those things. Jesus should come in 2070, 2745. Not now. So all those who love the Lord's appearing and all those who finish their course is primarily for those who finish their course, their race, who will get the crown of righteousness. Are you finishing your race? Some people don't even know their race to start with. They don't know and they've not started. You are moving in life. Until you start responding to the call of God for your life. God has a call for everybody. I've told you. Everybody has a call. It's called the high calling. Everybody has it. Everybody has it. Whether you know it or not, it is there. You better start responding to it. You better find... When we say we are going on evangelism, just last week, some, some, a company... I think it was an anonymous company, right? You went to evangelism somewhere. When we present the opportunity to you, you should be thanking us rather than complaining. You should be wondering why we are not going for evangelism. You should be asking us, why, pastor? Let's go on evangelism, man. Pastor, why are you denying me of my crowns? You don't want to start my course or something? Please, I want to do my course. That's what you should be saying. Rather than when we say we are going for evangelism. Oh, pastor, uh, you know, I have some assignments and uh, my boss is waiting for me to do some things. Okay, go ahead with your boss. On that day, your boss may be receiving crowns. And then you say, hey, hey my boss is receiving crowns? Your boss used you. Hallelujah. The next one is what? The crown of glory. Crown of glory. First Peter chapter 5, from verse 1 to verse 4. The elders which are among you are exhort, who am also an elder and, a, and an eyewitness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Next verse. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind. Neither as being lost by God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that faded not away. So the crown of glory is given to those who did faithful shepherdorial work. Faithful shepherdorial work. Faithful shepherdorial work. Faithful shepherdorial work. Yes, faithful shepherdorial work. Are you with me? Faithful shepherdorial work. Raising people in the Lord. Faithfully. Hmm? Becoming a shepherd over someone's soul. There's a day of presentation. When we'll be giving, we'll be presenting to God. On that same day, that's the next crown. Let's call the crown of let's go to the crown of rejoicing before it comes to the crown of life. The crown of rejoicing. Let me show you. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 19. First Thessalonians 2 19. For what is our hope? Or joy. Or crown of rejoicing. This is Paul talking. He says, What is our hope? Or joy. Or crown of rejoicing. And not even ye in the presence of, the, of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming. 
He says, at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, okay, you will be our crown of rejoicing. Next verse, look at the next verse, verse 20. For ye are our glory and joy. The day, on that day, that we stand before the Lord and we are judged. There's a judgment also with respect to how many people you are presenting to the Lord on that day. Those you raise in the Lord. You should be thanking God you are hearing this at this stage of your life. You should also be thanking God you are hearing it at all. <laughs> because a lot of Christians don't hear it. It's always bless me. Lift up your hand right now and receive a blessing. Receive a blessing. You don't even know what blessing you are receiving, but you are receiving anyway. That's how, that's how it is. We receive blessings. We are receiving blessings. Blessings that do not work. They don't work. You realize that it's not working. Nothing is happening. You have received things, ah, but you are not really seeing much. Have you realized it? Get, let's get down to business. This is the business of God. You must get down to it. Hmm? Yeah. So on that day, we'll be presenting people. Second Corinthians chapter 11, verse 2. Look at Second Corinthians 11, 2. I'm, therefore, I'm jealous over you with godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as chaste virgin to Christ. We're talking about the church. He says you present the whole church to the Lord on that day. Hmm? Colossians chapter 1. Go to 28, so that we don't read too much. Whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. On that day, there will be a presentation. Christ representing the church to himself, but he's actually going to use people to present the church to himself. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25. Look at Ephesians 5.25. Ephesians 5.25. Husbands, love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, so that he might present it to himself a glorious church. He's going to present the church to himself, but actually, he's not going to present the church to himself. He's going to let people present people to him. That's why Paul said, I've espoused you unto one, one husband. I want to present you as a taste virgin unto him on that day. Paul said, we preach Christ, warning every man, so that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. There's a day of presentation, and the presentation is going to be done by you and I. So when you present people, he says, what is our account of rejoicing? First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 19. For what is our hope? Or joy, or crown of rejoicing. Is it not you in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? For you are our glory and joy. So, depending on who you are raising for the Lord. Ask your neighbor, who are you raising for the Lord? Don't just do law in school. And become a lawyer. Raise some lawyers for the Lord. Don't just become a doctor. It's good. Become a doctor and prescribe medicines for people. But make sure you are presenting other medical doctors too. Don't be a market woman only. Who is selling fish. Making so much money. The market women are normally richer than their professionals. Uh, but we don't know. We don't know much. But it's the truth. So that's a crown of rejoicing, okay? Presenting somebody, raising somebody, and present the person. Then the last one is the crown of life. Wow. James 1:12. Blessed is the man that endured temptation. For when he tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord has, has promised to them that love him. So when you endure temptations, do you understand my message? You receive the scholarship. The lady has opened everything for you. And you do this. Thank you, Lord. And you jump into it. You are forfeiting your crown of life. Hallelujah. From that kind of temptation to the temptation where you are going through problems and challenges for the sake of the Lord. God says that all those who shall live godly for the Lord shall suffer persecution. So when you suffer persecution, you get this crown of 
life. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 2 verse 10. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. So these guys were suffering because of the Lord. He says, be faithful to the end, and I will give you a crown of life. When you are faithful to the end, God will give you a crown of life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you in the church? So these are the crowns. Let's look at some of the medals. They are medals too. There are medals that will come as rewards, okay? So there are medals for giving, prayer, and fasting. There are medals for your giving, your prayer, and your fasting. You know we are fasting, right? Uh-huh. So it's an opportunity to get medals. Matthew chapter 6 from verse 1. Take it that you do not your alms before men. It says, be careful not to do your alms before men. How do you do your alms before men? You said what? Camera? Yeah. Facebook, as you are giving, you are, you are, you are taking self. Facebook, like, you are giving your offering. Message is powerful. Let's hear the message. Be especially careful when you are trying to be good so that you don't make a performance out of it. Don't make a performance out of it. Don't remind the church of what you gave. One guy left a certain church when he was leaving. He said, I gave you $1 million. What do you do with it? He actually gave him $4 million. You remember? He gave him $4 million. When he was leaving the church, he said, I gave you $4 million. What did you do with it? What did you do with it? <laughs> and then left. Clearly, he has lost his reward for what he did. Yeah. It might be good theater, but the God who made you won't be applauding. God is not interested in such a... Go back, go back to the King James. So we see the King James shows you the reward side. He says, otherwise you have no reward of your father which is in heaven. You will not have any reward. So the father which is in heaven will present rewards. Listen, brothers and sisters, the rewards in heaven for us is so much that thousand years of earthly count is not enough to be able to check how many rewards you, one person will have. It will take thousand years to be able to count even more, be able to count the number. You'll be rewarded for everything. For everything. Things you're going to be aware of. These are just the major things that I'm just quoting. But they are wilder, wilder things. Look at the next verse. Therefore, when thou doest thine arms, do not sound the trumpet before thee. Kofi and Amma, who is giving 70,000? Then this one will come. Who is giving this? Please. As the hypocrites do in the synagogue and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. They will have their reward here on earth. But in heaven it is gone. They will not have anything. Go to the next verse. The praise, the praise is the reward. Hey, one more 10,000. Yay. It's finished. It says, but when thou doest thine arms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth. Next verse. That thine arms may be in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret, himself shall reward thee openly. On that day, you're, it's so open, there are billions of people there, and the Lord will give you your reward for what you did for his kingdom because of your money. Go to your next verse. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as a hypocrite are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues. You see them in, in you see, the synagogue is places, corners, certain corners that everybody will see. Yeah. When you see someone passing by, then your prayer increases. Matototo, prakaskatanaya, legro toko madabe. You are doing it before men. 
You ask when your when your when your pastor is what? The pastor is coming to visit you and he knocks the door now. He starts speaking in tongues. Melo baba baye, pastor, is that you, palagra shavalevi? That shall not be as a hypocrite. Ah, for they love to pray standing in the synagogue in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. They may be seen of. You want men to see that you are praying. When we are praying here, you'll be praying like this. When you see some of us passing by, you kalabalaba shalaba There are rewards for your prayer, including your prayer topic. Including your prayer topic. Listen, I was going to talk about the books. There are books that are in heaven. There's a book of tears. There's a book of remembrance. There's a book of the living. There's a book of uh, rewards. Okay? There are a number of books, about five books that are in heaven. On that day at the Bimasi, they'll be opened as well and will be given rewards out of the books. The book of tears is the tears you shed because of other countries and other people's lives. If you are praying and you're able to cry, ah, Psalm 119, David said, Horror has filled me because of their iniquities. He says, Tears, I'm not dry eyed. My my eyes are full of tears because of the, the, the unjust who does not keep your law. Yeah. So your prayer topic is recorded. If you are only praying for yourself every time, your tears in prayer is because someone broke your heart. No. There are books that record your tears. They record your tears. There's a book of tears. There's a book of remembrance. Okay? Do you, do you remember the Bible says that uh, uh, Cornelius' arms are come up to heaven as a memorial? It's a, it's a remembrance. It's a memorial in the, book of, in the books of God, in the records. You do something remarkable, God records. Like this one, I have to remember it on that day. Psalm 119 verse 53. Horror has taken a hold upon me because of the wicked that forsake thy law. Horror. Psalm 56, verse 8. Okay, go to Psalm 56, verse 8. Let's see that one too. Thou tellest my wanderings. Put down my tears into thy bottle. Are they not in thy book? This is the book of tears. Hmm? This is the book of tears. Psalm 119, verse 136. Go to Psalm 119, verse 136. Rivers of waters run down my eyes because they keep not thy law. As long as you don't pray for sinners. When you are praying, you always think about yourself. You've ne- it just never crossed your mind as a child of God to pray for sinners who are le- going to hell. Can you imagine that they are going to hell and you are comfortable? You are very fine. You are okay. You are always smiling on them. Hey, <laughs> oh, what's up? You are chatting on Facebook. You are chatting on Instagram. It has not crossed your mind to pray for them. Never. There are those who are constantly praying. Their knees are on the ground praying for nations. Praying for the salvation of souls. Constantly. Epaphras. Yeah. Colossians 4.12. Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, saluted you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers, that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. He's praying for the saints. Yes. Another place is he, he prayed unto sickness. He prayed that he got sick. Yes. But you should see our modern day Christians. We are too modern. We are not ancient at all. Give me, give me, give me. Because my name is Jimmy. All your prayers, give me, give me, give me. Because my name is Jimmy. There are books, there are books. And we'll be judged out of those books for rewards. For rewards, okay? 
All right, so we're reading Matthew, right? Matthew chapter 6, where we had read up to verse 5. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as a hypocrite, blah, 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 until they have their reward. But when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy father which is in secret. And thy father who seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. The closet does not mean go and find a closet somewhere and be in. What he's saying is that mean what you are saying. Enter your closet, your spirit. Your closet is your spirit. Enter your spirit. In other words, don't pray residual tongues. Sometimes you are praying, malabaya, balabala, balabala. As you are praying, you are looking all over the place. Malabrababa, do say. Yiba, 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 yiba. Lorama, tolo, bro, bolo, bolo, bolo. You are praying, but you have not yet entered your closet. You are all, you are, your, eyes all, your, your mind is all over the place. Close your eyes. Enter your closet. Mean what you are saying. Pray by tongues by impregnation, not tongues on the lips. Tongues by impregnation. Mean what you are saying. That's what he's talking about. So don't go and build a closet in your house and you enter it every time. Hey, what are you doing? I'm praying in secret so that the Lord will reward me and open. Then fasting. Go to 16, verse 16. Matthew 6, 16. As you are fasting, some people have done their face like... When they fast, they will die. Be there. You are, you are denying yourself for certain results. So moreover, when you fast, be not as a hypocrite of a sad countenance. Once I go to a fasting, they will let you know that they are fasting. When they are coming, I, I am weak. Don't talk too much. I am weak. <laughs> I'm feeling very weak. No, please, please, please. I'm fasting. I'm fasting. When you say, oh, kindness this for me. Why have you forgotten that I'm fasting? <laughs> the fasting is even sister to up. What a shock. For they disfigure their faces that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when thou fast, go to the next verse 17. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thy head and wash thy face. I mean, move around like everything is normal. Jarry, like boom, buff, and and put on pomade and move around. Brush your teeth and let your mouth smell nicely. And move around. Next verse. That thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy father which is in secret. And thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. So there are rewards for fasting. There are rewards for fasting. Don't say I have stomach ulcer. Your, the fast will cure you of the ulcer. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 10, verse 40 to verse 42. Serving. I mean, doing any small thing for anybody in the house of God. Okay, one of our children about three weeks ago was rushed to the hospital. We even rushed the, the child to the hospital. The child was dying. She, the child came to Sunday school. When we, when we took him, we realized that the boy is not fine. Was not, the, the means was not there, so we decided to take the child to the hospital. And we had some people who sat with the child for one week from church. They abandoned their work and sat with the child for slept there for one week. Cleaning poo and doing things and doing things and doing things for the child. Two-year-old. So the child will survive. Last week, Sunday, they brought the child to me. The child was fine. Everything was okay. All those who did that for the child will get their reward. He that received you, received me. And he that received me, received him that sent me. Verse 41. He that received the prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that received a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. Next verse. And whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water. Only in the name of a disciple. Verily I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. Cold water. It says cup of cold water if you give it to somebody. A small boy, cup of cold water. It says you shall in, you shall in no wise lose your reward. In no wise shall you lose your You shall get your reward. You get reward for every slightest thing that you do for somebody. Smallest thing you do for somebody. Especially of the house, those of the household of God. Yes. God reward you, you'll be surprised. 
God will, God will call to remembrance things you did that you have forgotten about. He will say, do you remember what you did for this person? Do you remember the seed that you gave for this person? Do you remember what you said to this person? Even our words will be rewarded. Our words. Haven't you read your Bible? For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Through your words you shall either be declared right and hence given rewards, or you shall be declared wrong and not given anything. So your words, a word that you said to somebody that encouraged the person, you'll get a reward. Meanwhile, you you weren't doing well, but you said to somebody, it will be fine, don't worry, Jesus is still Lord. That thing that you said, you'll be rewarded for it. God will give you rewards for everything. Things you heard, you'll be rewarded for. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. Go to Revelation chapter 2, verse 7. More rewards. All these are rewards that will be given. Revelation 2, 7. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. So the tree of life is also a reward that will be given to some people. You can check it when you go. Those who love the Lord with all of their hearts and stayed with the Lord every time, had intimacy with the Lord, will be given a right to the tree of life. They will eat of it. The others will use the, the, the leaves for healing. But some will be given the opportunity to eat the tree of life. Hallelujah. Hidden manna. Go to Revelation chapter 2 verse 17. Hidden manna and then the stone, the white stone. The white stone is for the marriage supper of the lamb. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna. There are two types of manna. There's the open manna and the hidden manna. The open manna is a manna that fell in the, in the desert during those times. Out of that open manna, God made Moses to take some of them and keep it in a pot, in a golden pot. That golden pot was kept in the in the Ark of Covenant. Okay? So that manna in there, it's never corrupted. It was always in there. Forever. It was always there. Do you know the Ark of Covenant is missing? Nobody knows where it is now. Uh, if it's found, it's still, you'll still find it inside. It's still inside. So the hidden manna is unperishable. It's hidden from every other person. The Bible says that God will give you the hidden manna to partake of. There's hidden manna also in heaven. Everything that Moses did was a typology of what was already in heaven. So there's a hidden manna in heaven as well. God says you let those who overcome partake of the hidden manna. You should find, you should find out what the overcomers are. Proper, proper. Probably later in life we'll talk about the overcomers. Then he says, and I'll give him a white stone and in the stone a new name written which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. He will give him a white stone. There are two stones during the Olympic days. There was a black stone and there was a white stone. When you're given the white stone, the white stone represents your invitation to the supper that was after the games. After the rewards. After the rewards, if you qualified in a certain way, they give you a white stone. After, it's like the after party. And in the kingdom of God, in heaven, the after party is a party called the marriage supper of the Lamb. And it's not everybody who is allowed to partake in the marriage supper of the Lamb. Revelation chapter 19, verse 6, 7, and 8. And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Verse 7. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife has made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. Next verse, verse 9. And he saith unto me, Right, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. 
and he said unto me, these are the true sayings of God. If you think it's a lie, it's the true sayings of God. He says, blessed are they which are called unto the minds of the Lamb. It's not everybody who gets to the minds of the Lamb. That's where the ten virgins, the parable of the ten virgins comes in. You remember there were ten virgins. They all had uh, uh, lamps and they had vessels. The lamps represent their spirits, they, they, themselves. You get it? The, their spirits. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every child of God has the Holy Spirit inside him. The oil represents the spirit. It represents everything that we all have together. But they had extra vessel. The wise ones had extra vessel and had extra oil in the extra vessel. The extra vessel represents the soul. The Bible says that we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Okay? He's talking about the humanity of man. Earthen vessels. So he says that the vessels had oil inside them. The oil represents extra of the spirit. They had the Holy Spirit moving from their spirit into their souls. They were relating with the Holy Spirit properly and hence did extra for the Lord. The extra represents the work that they did for the Lord. The, we are all Christians, but there are people who do more for the Lord. When the Lord came at midnight, the Bible says they all fell asleep, they all died. And at midnight, midnight, the Lord came. When the Lord came, five of them woke up and trimmed their, they all trimmed their lamps and five of them had their lamps still burning because they emptied the oil into their vessels, their lamps, and it worked. But the other five did not have any extra oil. So the Bible says that the five were made to go in with the Lord and the doors were shut. That represents the marriage supper of the Lamb. They, were, they went in to go and partake in of the marriage supper of the Lamb. And the other five were sent to go and buy oil. When they said that, give us some of your oil, they told them, go and go and buy from the sons of oil. So in heaven, that was why I was saying that everybody who does not mature here on earth will be forced to mature in heaven. All the things you could have learned in two seconds here, you will learn in 100 years over there. So the five foolish virgins who don't go for the mindset of the Lamb will be made to go for a re-education. You go for remedials. There are remedials in heaven. You must, because God is looking for matured sons, so you must mature. You understand? Uh-huh. So you might, you'll be taken through things for you, to, for you to mature in heaven. Then when it is done, you join everybody else. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's the parable of the ten virgins. Okay? So the white stone is what qualifies you. Your name will be inside. When you go, you just break the white stone, you show it. Now my name, now me. And then you enter. Hallelujah. Not everybody will partake of the marriage supper. Then Revelation chapter 2 verse 26 to 28. Power over the nations. I showed you this one already. And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. I've told you already, isn't it? Over na- so people will have power over nations. Others will have powers over cities. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. As the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shepherds, even as I received of my father. Hallelujah. So brothers and sisters, this is our judgment. And these are some of our words. It's not everything. It's not exhaustive. But this is what we could do in time. Have you learned anything? Yeah. Have you decided that you will live properly for the Lord? Yeah. Well, ask your neighbor, what is your decision? What have you decided? Ask your neighbor, will you serve the Lord? You will serve the Lord. But the Bimasi judgment is for believers. And it's for the purpose of rewards. Your motives will be tested. I'm telling you. That day shall reveal what sort your work is. So do something for the Lord before you die. Okay? In Jesus' name. Rise up on your feet and let's thank God for what you shared with us.
God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at christworldinc.com. God bless you.